Hello everybody, what's going on? It's TJ Scott. We're back for episode three. Off the T. And I know last episode I said that we were gonna talk about the commanders today, but yeah, guys, I'll be honest, I'm gonna have to postpone that or give a little brief uh description of what's going on. I mean, simply OTAs uh, just happened with with the commanders, uh, and they just wrapped it up this past week. Um, and Chase Young is in trade rumors, <laughs> so yeah, that's basically the recap on that. And now on to more important details, more pressing news, if you could say that. We have treble winners. And I'm not talking Bayern Munich. I'm not talking Barcelona. I'm not talking Real Madrid. I'm not talking Manchester United. There's a new dog in town. And its name is Manchester City Football Club. And I'll be honest, guys, I'm so, so happy that I got to see my team complete history. And I don't care if people talk about how it's unethical or if it's done by cheating. I still got to see my club do it in 4K with my own eyes. How many other fan bases can say that? Truly. I mean, that's, that's an honest question. None. None that love to talk trash on Man City other than Manchester United. Liverpool can't chat to us. Arsenal cannot chat to us. Chelsea can't talk to us. There's mad teams I know I'm forgetting right now that I know their fans have been relentless on City. But guess what? Our time is now. And guess what? You can keep talking. You can keep complaining. But that's not going to change anything at all. 2022-2023. Signed, sealed, delivered by my man Rodri in Istanbul in the 68th minute. Behind all Behind that goal, years upon years upon years of hard work from not only the the coaching staff but the front office from the players themselves and from the fans it's just a well-deserved uh accomplishment that can't be taken for granted you know this should be heard every single time a city fan talks about Anything soccer related. We should be shameless. We should be just willing to just brag about it because there's not that many teams, like I said, that accomplish that. So, yeah, City beat Inter Milan on su- on Saturday. Sorry. And... I think 1-0 didn't really give justice to how good the game was. I thought it was very entertaining. I thought there was a lot of chances. And it was, I mean, it's a European final. It's it's what it was expected. And, you know, City took care of business. They didn't fold under pressure. And they reaped the benefits. You got Jack Grealish <laughs> going on like an eight-day bender, basically, with the amount of alcohol that he drank. You got, you know, 
the boys living it up. You got the fan base living it up all across the world. You know, you got Noel Gallagher in San Diego. And then you got the, the scenes in Manchester. The parade that just happened. It's all good from here, man. It's all good vibes. And honestly, thank you to everybody involved with the club for, you know, making 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 soccer happy, you know, making soccer refreshing and just bringing the new new perspective to the big boy table. This is the opportunity that you allowed, you know, us as fans to to now appreciate. And it's something that for real should not be taken for granted. My man of the match for the final is John Stones. I think John Stones was immense tonight, uh, during the night. I thought he was very, very good in terms of transitions. But the one thing that I noticed that really wasn't showcased through, uh, at all this this whole season, but always knew what uh, always knew he had in his bag was his technical ability in terms of getting out of tight situations. Uh, there is a there's a certain time I forgot it was in the second half. John Stones was dribbling and he got past like one defender. Then he did like a Ronaldo chop and then he passed it to Foden. That was I, I couldn't believe my eyes. I thought I was watching like <laughs> I don't know. I thought I was watching CR seven himself and in, in, uh, in the middle I was like, yo, what's going on? But look, John Stones, man of the match, well deserved, and. Yeah, the boys in blue are on top of the continent, top of the league, top of the country, champions of Europe. You'll never sing that. Have that. Just like I'm going to give you transitioning out. My European team of the season. And I'll be honest, I threw in some some surprises i think um and i'll leave it up to you know you guys to decide if you agree or not but here's the list and i'm just gonna go run through the names and then i'll uh talk about why i decided to uh to choose these players so the first name on my list is yasin bono the Sevilla goalkeeper barakin my right back, Jeremy Frimpong. My two center backs, Min Jae Kim and Ruben Diaz. And my left back is Nathan Ake. My midfield three is the, I mean, excluding Gundawan, the the Man City midfield three. I went with John Stones. I did with uh, I went with Rodri, and I went with Kevin De Bruyne in the middle. And then my attack is on the left wing. Vinicius Jr. from Real Madrid. My right winger, which I know he doesn't play on the right in real life, but in this instance, I just wanted to put the best three attackers. Kylian Mbappe from PSG in France. And... The last spot, the number nine, I think the best striker in the world right now, 
Erling Holland. So that so that's my list. Um, the reason why I chose Bono this uh, in my team, um, and I'll run through the list as I said, is because I thought he had a very strong European campaign with uh, with the Europa League as well as the a very very strong World Cup. I thought he very I thought he showed very good potential, but also how good he is in the present. Especially with the with the two uh, penalty shootouts uh, in the final of the Europa League, and then in the in the what the quarterfinals of the of the World Cup, he uh, yeah he he's a uh, he showed that he 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 deserves to be, have his name up there with the big boys and. I mean, long may come because I really enjoy watching his game. He reminds me of like a like a B Tech Courtois, a penalty save monster, and overall just a great uh a great and reliable goalkeeper to have in the back. And then we can go to right back, Jeremy Frimpong. I thought for Leverkusen, I thought he was very, very good. I thought he was the best right back this season. And at the age of 22, he he showcased not only his attacking abilities with eight goals, but his defensive abilities. You know, he 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 can be described as I don't know, like a right back, a right wing back under Xabi Alonso's formation, but Lord knows how much experience this man has because he he's from the Man City Academy. He went to Celtic and now he's playing Champions League, you know, now Europa League footy with with uh with Leverkusen. So yeah, th- this guy I th- he should get a move soon, obviously because he's a he's a monster in the back. But He deserves to be in this team, in my opinion. So slot him in to right back. And then you got Kim or yeah, Min J Kim from Napoli. You know, he was basically the replacement for Koulibaly. And look, he helped his team win the first Serie A title in over what? Over 20 plus years, 30 plus years. And He's also linked with the move to the Premier League with Manchester United. And obviously from a city perspective, I don't want him coming up to Manchester unless it's in blue, like in the kit that he's in right now. But, you know, bias aside, everything like that aside, he's a baller. He's a left-footed center back who can also play on the right side as well. But he's obviously more naturally on the left side for – uh for Napoli and he he's a monster literally a monster relentless defender leader very smart very technical willing to make uh take risks in terms of uh attacking wise and he was a very big part of why Napoli was able to you know make history this year. So that's why my man Min Jae Kim slides in there. 
Ruben Diaz. But a leader. Not the captain of Manchester City, not yet, at least. But he will be in the future as long as he's at the club. And this whole season, once again, he showed how important he is and why he should be labeled as the best center back in the world. He's he's a strong defender, very non uh, no nonsense in terms of no uh, in terms of taking risks sometimes when he knows he's being impressed. But he's also very experienced in understanding when to make certain passes and also how to slow down the play versus how to speed up, uh, you know, our flow of attack. And you can also see during the game, he's communicating to not only, you know, his defenders, not only to Ederson, but he's communicating to strikers. He's telling Erling Holland what to do. He's telling, you know, De Bruyne what to do sometimes. And he's one of those guys who, you know, Obviously, when he signed for City, he wasn't the main target. It was Koulibaly. But praise the Lord that we ended up with Ruben Diaz because he is a monstro, straight monstro. So that's Ruben Diaz. Okay. Slid in for Cancelo. Took that left back position and just rewrote it into something that I've never seen in terms of a three-back, left-back, left-center-back type of system. It's insane. And it just shows Ake is a smart player, a very underrated player who deserves to have his flowers. So he scored big goals in the year. I, I remember the one against Arsenal. So, look, he's in my team as well. The The midfield three. You know, De Bruyne, Stones, and Rodri. I thought it it was hard. It was between Stones and Gundogan for me, and it was kind of hard. But I ended up going with Stones just because of the fact that I thought he was more important for us in terms of transitions, in terms of defending. And I thought he really provided a nice, stable rock for City to obviously be confident in terms of, or in terms of the defensive side of the ball. So... Stones is in there. Rodri's in there. De Bruyne, masterclass. Just a brilliant mind. He's in there. And then you got Vinny, who on the left wing for me is the best left wing in the world, and he deserves his name to be up there every single time. You got Mbappe, who once again, one of the best players in the world, and he just scores goals like it's nothing. And then Holland, the same exact thing. So that's going to wrap it up with my team. I appreciate it, guys. Thanks.